Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Las Vegas, the longest-running local racing show in the country. Now, out of the gate and off and running, here's your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday, the first almost Friday, Thursday of 2022. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM. Looking out the uh, studio window, sun is shining bright. It's just coming over the building here. Ground is dry, and it's cold out, but not really deep cold as we've been having. And, of course, it's our version of deep cold. I know that it's minus 4 when you get up into the places like Minnesota and Wisconsin today. But right now here, it's 39 degrees, 39 outside. 64 is going to be our top off today. Doesn't look like we're going to have any precipitation in the uh, 10-day forecast, just uh, cold. Doesn't look like we're going to have any wind either. So it's going to be kind of like this for uh, the foreseeable future here in your gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. And we welcome you to the show. As far as the weather around the country, for those of you listening to us possibly worldwide on the Internet at our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, worldwide. And that includes your smartphones. You know, the KSHP radio station uh app that you can get at your app store for your smartphones, your Androids, and your iPhones. So you can hear us now streaming. And by the way, all the other great sports programming we have on this station as well, once you get it stuck on your phone there. And of course, podcasting, however, wherever you get your podcast, we're there. So however, wherever you get us, welcome to the Race Day Show for this almost Friday, Thursday, January 6th, 2022. That is 162022. As we make our way into the, uh, well, make we're going to make our way into the second weekend of this new year. Weather across the country. All right, up and down the Pacific Coast, clear, but no racing in Southern California till tomorrow. Uh, Gulf Coast, for the most part, is clear. Just a little bugaboo there around uh, Mississippi. And uh, up and down the Atlantic Coast is clear right now, but there is a front, a absolute. Storm front that's rolling through the jet stream from left to right. That's right now over parts of Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana. And it's making its way, bada-bing, bada-bing, right up through places like uh, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, etc. And it's going to be snow. So it looks like uh, the weekend might be uh, pretty hazardous there up in the northeast. If the weather people, you know, we have a weather woman too, so it's not just the weatherman. Weather people are right with their predictions. And up in the north, uh, northwest, up in uh, tops of Idaho, Montana, and uh, Washington, you got snow going on up there too. Typical winter weather, typical weather at this time of the year. Really that simple. I know the country's been talking about this uh, new Omicron uh, virus, uh, the strain of the COVID. we got to live with it. It's really that simple. The infection right here in Clark County where um, 
where the Strip is in, in Vegas and the mass of the population in the great silver state here is at 20.8%. Now, that is uh, concerning, so just try to be careful out there. Uh, the entire state, the infection rate is 18.5. But we gotta we got to live through this stuff. It's really that simple. So just uh, do all the uh, the things that they tell you to do, I guess, and, and, and uh, try to make it through. All righty. Today on the show, we got Jonathan Hardoon back. Uh, John Lindo is going to chat with us a little bit about what looks uh, looks ahead for the weekend. And uh, Jerry Jackowitz uh, with us. Now, you know, Jerry has switched his Power Pages East Coast from uh, the northeast to the southeast. He's doing Gulfstream now. But their aqueduct is uh, going to run today. Jonathan Hardoon has a sheet for that. And so we'll get some picks from these guys. And um, take a look at what's happening as we make our way through uh, the weekend. Right now in New York, uh, the track is labeled muddy. 37 degrees there. Uh, we want to pass on our condolences to owner breeder Abercrombie. Uh, she passed away at 95. Nearly 70 stakes winners from her operation bred or raced by the Pin Oak Stud. She was the uh, Josephine Abercrombie was uh, the proprietor, prominent owner and breeder. She died peacefully in her home at uh, Pin Oak Stud in Versailles, Kentucky yesterday. Ten days shy of a, a birthday. All right. Ten days shy of another birthday. But she was 95. So we pass along our thoughts and our prayers and certainly uh, her contribution to this great sport. No, no doubt about it. All right. Let's take a look at some other news. Well, uh, in the ongoing saga of the uh, doping thing with uh, with our uh, Jason service, etc., the veterinarian, Dr. Uh, Christian Ryan, uh, he got nailed uh, for his contributions there for um, mislabeling and uh, injecting uh, illegal drugs. His part is the vet, so he's got a three-year prison term there so that moves on uh we have a cancellation today laurel park they they say lingering effects of the storm cancel laurel park racing for today but you know they've been having that big problem with the main track there but uh it, it brought a round of sleet the storm did a sleet freezing rain snowfall to the area and so they're going to try to get a card going tomorrow. But for today, they've decided to cancel the racing at Laurel. Uh, no workouts have taken place there on that racetrack since January 2nd, according to Equibase. So uh, they're still having their uh, little problems with the racetrack, the physical racetrack there at Laurel. But no racing there at Laurel today. They've been canceled. Cracking the armor as far as uh, media rights for the Triple Crown. Fox Sports lends the Belmont Stakes media rights. Now, you remember for a long, long time, ABC had all three of them. Then it switched to NBC. NBC had the rights to all of them. Well, Fox Sports has been uh, has had a deal with the New York Racing Association that is bringing their daily cards from New York on their sports channels. You know, they flip from Fox Sports 1 to Fox Sports 2. So they have a real in with New York Racing Association. And so... They've acquired exclusive media rights to the Belmont Stakes, the third jewel of the Triple Crown. So uh, beginning in 2023, so NBC's uh, last uh, run will be this year for the Triple Crown. They've had an eight, uh, they, they had, they entered into an eight-year agreement for the entire Belmont Stakes Racing Festival. So uh, there you are. You know, more of uh, the... Ongoing uh, things are going on as far as uh, broadcasting our fine sport. And here's good news. U.S. wagering in the year 2021 grew substantially, but the field sizes declined. Wagering in U.S. grew to more than $12.2 billion in 2021. That was an increase of nearly 12%. 
11.9% according to statistics released January 5th by Equibase. Now, of course, the monetary figure includes worldwide commingling wagering at domestic races. Purses also increased, as did race days, races, and starts. Though the rise of the uh, last three, races, race days, and starts, related to the uh, shortened racing seasons in many jurisdictions, because of uh, the ongoing COVID-19 deal. And so, uh, although the wagering was up, uh, the field sizes were down. Field sizes continued to decline. An average field size was 7.37 horses per race in 2021, below the 7.94. Now, you know, when you're talking about fractions there, you you might think it makes a difference. But in in the end, it makes a six-horse field now five. And it was... uh, Field sizes, well, they rose sharply after racing resumed after COVID-19 because everybody wanted to um, run their horses, and now it's getting back to business as usual where the field sizes are small. We know. We've been watching that and betting on it in certain jurisdictions. You know who they are. And so let's see. uh, Let's hope if they can get more hossies to the racetrack and get the uh, racing going, that'll be fine. As you know, John Lendo and, and myself have been talking on the show about uh, the lack of dirt horses in Southern California causing more turf racing. And that's fine until the turf course gets chewed up. And a lot of those dirt horses have been going to Oaklawn Park because of the high purses there. I mean, they, they, they're running for some really decent cash at Oaklawn. But overall, the U.S. handle uh, at its highest level since 2009, and that's all good news. All right, and finally, one other note. Jockey Manny Franco tested positive for COVID-19. That happened on Tuesday. He's not permitted to ride until Sunday at the earliest if his test comes back negative thereafter, according to the New York Racing Association. So Manny Franco sidelined with uh, COVID-19 positive. And there you have it. There it is. Okay, we got to get started. We got a lot of stuff to handle today. As we move through the first days of 2022, in hopes of brighter days ahead, greater racing, great performances, and maybe some great scores. How about that for us, the rice players? Well, we got high hopes, that's for sure. We'll be right back. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all 
All righty. Well, you know, we got a kind of a light weekend of racing coming up after all of that big holiday stuff. You know, uh, you know, we're, we're finally getting our sea legs back after all the holiday. But uh, uh, come Saturday, got a nice race, the Pippin, over at the Oaklawn Park. Gulfstream Park will hold the Grade 3 uh, Tropical Turf on the turf. Santa Anita will host the Grade 2 Santa Inez, or Santa Inez, I should say. Say it right, Ralph. Santa Inez Stakes for three-year-old fillies. And on uh, Sunday, Santa Anita will come back with the La Cienegas, a grade three on the turf for the older fillies and mares. So it's kind of like a filly and mare turf weekend there at Santa Anita. And Aqueduct will uh, hold the Rego Park. Uh, for three-year-olds, it's six and a half furlongs. Some of the stuff coming up uh, this weekend, uh, kind of a light weekend as far as stakes races, etc. But we're going to go to our uh, menu of racetracks available today because we're looking for horses, we're looking for pets, we're looking for scores. That can happen every day at a racetrack near you. <laughs> so yesterday they nailed the Tampa Bay Pick 6 jackpot for 20 cents. It cha-chinged. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. 151419 the All-Burger. And the pick six jackpot at Tampa Bay yesterday. In addition to that, the pick five over that pick six sequence for 50 cents paid $49,504. And the pick four over that pick six sequence for 50 cents paid $13,875. Why, Ralph? Because right in the middle of all that mess in the fifth race was a horse that paid $122.60 to win. That's why. Holy mackerel. So big, uh, big cha-ching, big scores going on at tur- tur- Tampa Bay yesterday. But, of course, uh, they'll tee it up and start those pools again today. So here's the menu of racetracks. Uh, not today, by the way. Tampa's not running today. But when they next run, which will be probably uh, tomorrow, I would think. Check my calendar here. Uh, Tampa Bay resumes racing tomorrow. Today, they're just counting the money of all the money they gave away yesterday. Not gave away all the money that was won by some players yesterday, Ralph. Thank you very much. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today. In the race book, simulcast centers racetracks around the country. We remind you again, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. We're here in Las Vegas emanating and originating all the race day shows from the studios over the airwaves of Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas. We are in the Pacific time zone. These are the first post times that will roll out in our books today. If you're listening anywhere else on many of the different platforms, the uh, phone apps, the websites, the podcasting, but a bink, but a bink, however, wherever, whenever, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone because I don't want you to miss anything. I don't want you to miss anything. I don't want you to miss a race because you missed it adjusting. You got to adjust the post times, okay, to the Pacific time zone. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. All right, here's the menu. We begin with telling you that the cancellation at Laurel Park is today. Cancellation at Laurel. First post time was to be 925 Pacific time, but they have canceled racing because of the racetrack conditions today at Laurel. So we start out with Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream has 10 races today, and their first post time is 935. Their pick six jackpot carryover, 860,155 bucks. Bada-bing. First post time, 930. Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Oh, they're bracing for that terrible storm that looks like it's going to slam right through there tomorrow. But right today, 37 degrees. The track's muddy. But they're bracing at Aqueduct. That's the deal today. Muddy, 37 degrees, mostly cloudy at post time. First post at Aqueduct today for eight races is 9.50, 9.50 Pacific time today at Aqueduct. Delta Downs is next. They have nine races. Their first post time is 10.55 at Delta. Fairgrounds, Nolens. Nine races today at the Fairgrounds. And their first post time at the Fairgrounds today is set at 11.05. Then we go to Turf Paradise in Phoenix, Arizona. Turf Paradise. Turf Paradise has a first post time of 11.40. The first three races at Turf Paradise today will be quarter horse stakes races. All right, at 330 yards for three-year-olds. Races four through nine will be thoroughbreds. That makes up your nine-race card at Turf Paradise today and the first post time again at Turf Paradise, 1140. Then we get to Sam Houston Park. Sam Houston's back on the menu. 
Sam Houston Park has 10 races. Their first post time is 2 p.m. And then you wrap it up today at Charlestown. Charlestown has a first post time today of 4 p.m. 4 p.m. First post at Charlestown. And nine races there. So that's it. That's your menu for this Thursday, almost Friday. And now we'll uh, we'll go to Jonathan Ardoon and see how the weather is at his domicile. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Good stuff. You know, we're trying to make a, get through the first week of 2022 and set a tempo for the year. Um, it's a little bit uh, chilly here, but I know it's got to be a lot colder there. Yeah, it is. It's in the uh, 30s, actually, at Aqueduct. It rained overnight, so the track is going to start off uh, wet. It's probably going to be wet throughout the day. Uh-huh. And then tomorrow, uh, they're expecting a snowstorm, well, four to six inches anyway, to come uh-huh. through. Hopefully, it holds off till after the races. Now, in retrospect, in um, four to four to six inches, is that a big deal back in the East Coast? I mean, because sometimes you hear about uh, two or three foot of snow in places. I mean, it's yeah, four... no, four to six, four to six, we could live with. And you know, the problem is, it's the first snow of the year, so uh, it's always a big deal. Yeah, and uh, and then when you get <clears throat> after it snows and if you, it stays freezing, then all that ice starts. And the slush, it's a mess. <laughs> it's not good. Well, all I could say is yesterday at Tampa Bay, right in the middle of all that stuff, came a $122 winner in the fifth race. How about that? Mm. Yeah, and uh, it triggered the pick six being hit, the single yeah. ticket, 155000 I believe, for $0.20, cents, so that was a good deal. And by the way, Gulfstream, which is off the turf today, they are off the turf, so all those turf races will be run on Papita. If the pick six isn't hit by Saturday, I believe Saturday becomes a mandatory. Oh, payout. so we're going to get another Saturday mandatory at uh, Gulfstream. Well, Gulfstream ha- had only uh, carded two turf races out of the ten. That would be the fifth right. fifth race at a mile and the ninth race at five furlongs. So that will move to the synthetic racetrack, right? Right, like yesterday. They mm-hmm. did it yesterday. The races came off in the middle of the day, and they just transferred them right over to um, Capita. Well, Luis Saez jumped in with a couple more winners yesterday. One, he picked up a mount from uh, Gonzalez, who did not ride. And uh, i got to remind everybody, today at Aqueduct, Manny Franco is sitting on the sidelines uh, with a COVID positive, so he'll have uh, um, replacement jockeys. And I see that he has a uh, mount in the um, the third race. He has a mount in the fourth race and uh, and so on. And so And the sixth race... Franco and has, the sixth, and the sixth, yeah, and uh, so anyway, and uh, the seventh, and the eighth. <laughs> That's it. He was riding the card. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have a mountain the seventh. He yeah, has, where? Uh, oh yes, he does. He oh yes, the, he uh, does. As a matter of fact, he does. He has, he has the six horse. <laughs> one of your one of your key plays on your sheet. I see. Yes, sir. Does it matter now, a replacement jockey? I mean, it, it, no. No, okay. I bet horses, not jockeys. Okay. Unless right. it's Prado Velasquez in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a very good. Pratt and Velasquez in California, at least right now. So uh, then you're telling me that the only time that uh, a jockey comes into play for you is when he screws up the ride on the horse. Well, listen, I mean, obviously there are times when you get a big jockey upgrade and that'll factor in, but, mm-hmm. you, you know, the first thing you look at, obviously, is the horse before you look at the rider. Yeah, okay. You may want to look at a trainer, though, before you look at the horse, to be honest with you, because trainers are becoming a lot more important in this game. Well, now, uh, when you look at trainers, you look for their their forte, what they're, what they're good at, right? I mean, what they're, what, how their training style is. So, for example, a lot of trainers have first-time starters that you know they're not trying right. the first-time starters. They're giving them education, stuff like that, right? Yeah, and you look for trainer changes also. You look for positive trainer changes and, you know, negative trainer changes. Uh, trainers have an awful lot to do with uh, the performance of horses. Yeah, and intent. And intent, absolutely. Well, uh, I, you know, uh, thank goodness uh, and attributed to you and all the other handicappers here that the uh, U.S. handle was higher uh, last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People have been sitting around and sitting in their houses with the lockdowns. A lot of PBG must have gotten a lot of new business from people just sitting home all day and uh, having nothing to do. 
all of a sudden they became horse players. I don't I, know if that's good or bad. Probably I, bad in the long run. That's, that's good. Come on, give me a break. It's all good stuff. So uh, now, you know, these trainers, you talk about trainers, and they're moving around. You know, like uh, a lot of Southern California trainers have uh, divisions at Oakland because of the purse money, et cetera, there. Some of the jocks have switched and, and moved to Oakland for at least that season. You got uh, Jose, I guess, is staying up in New York to be close to the family. Irad's going to be back uh, competing soon. But uh, along the way, for example, uh, William Morey, the trainer William Morey, who's, who's, you know, a name that everybody knows in California, he uh, sent a small string of horses to New York this winter. He did. He's had, he has a couple of winners. He sent some to Oakland. He's all over the place again. I don't know if he's – I think he may have been asked to leave California. I'm not quite sure. Oh, really? But I think that – yeah, <laughs> I think that's what the rumor has it. I guess John Lindo would know better if you ask him. All right. Okay. And the reason, by the way, that all these jockeys are leaving California is they're all short fields. And, you know, if they're five and six horse fields where they have an opportunity in Oakland where every race has 12 and 13 horses in it, you're going to get a much bigger shot at getting business. Yeah, because you know, uh, right hard. now there's no there's no uh, inventory in California. So if they have five horses in every race yeah. and, you know, Pratt, Rispoli and Velasquez are going to take three of those mounts. <laughs> so what's left? A <laughs> ten, a ten it or, doesn't work. A 10 or 20 to one shot. That's what's left. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why you have Tyler Bays and the more, uh, you know, and all these guys that usually win races. They're all over the meat. They just don't have an opportunity. And you know, Tyler Bays has left Southern California a couple times to ride in other places because he said, "Listen, I got a family. I got to make a living here." Uh, he is and back. It makes sense, right? He's back in Southern California right now. So let's hope he stays there. I like. It. He's a good. He's a good solid. Uh, hustling rider, that's for sure. But you're right. I mean, after you get a five or six horse field, and you got uh, Velasquez uh, cornered with all the uh, Baffert monsters, and then you got uh, Pratt, who can ride anybody's horse in any race at any distance on any surface, and and then what do you got left? <laughs> that's the problem. Anyhow, so much for that. But we got to root out winners somewhere. Are you gonna give me a selection? Uh, well, at let's the... make some. Let's let's make some money yes. today, Ralph. Let's yes. give out our first winners of the year. Let's look at Aqueduct's fourth race today, Field of Seven, mm-hmm. and I love the number four horse in here, Rainbow Gal, four-year-old filly from the Orlando Notre Barn. Jalen Samuel aboard to ride. He was out last week with COVID, so I wonder if he's back. Mm-hmm. Well, in any case, I like number four, Rainbow Gal, seven and two on the morning line in today's fourth race as a pick five, pick four, and pick three single. Ooh, doggy. So we're going to put it all right there in the fourth race on number four. Easy to remember, the four in the fourth race, Rainbow Gal. Jonathan Hardoon's play for us. That'll be a singleton in the early pick four and the early pick five for us, the four in the fourth at Aqueduct. And it's not the favorite, and it's not the second favorite either. Seven to two on the morning line on the four in the fourth at Aqueduct. What about Gulfstream? Let's look at the eighth race today, and this is a terrific betting race here. Field of seven. However, I'm making a case for the number seven horse in here, Starship Nala. Mm-hmm. Six-year-old mare from the Steve Dowskin barn, Paco Lopez aboard to ride. She's listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. Sometimes you have to read between the lines when you're handicapping and make excuses for the bad races and mm-hmm. uh, hope you can get her back to run one of her good races. Uh-huh. And that's the case here. Last time out, she shipped to Tampa. A lot of horses don't like that surface when running over it for the first time. Uh-huh. The race two starts back, she had trouble. The race three starts back, was going along on a sloppy track. But in the race four starts back at Gulfstream without Lasix that day, she ran a big figure. She's back on Lasix today, 10 to 1 on the morning line. Number seven, Starship Nala. Upsets and win today's eighth race out at Gulfstream. Park. So a good example of forgiving handicapping. When you're looking there, you can put a line through one, two, three, four races and, and have an excuse for each one of them or at least have a, um, a pliable a reason, reason right. for them not uh, running well. And then you get back to the conditions that prevail today and the conditions of a race uh, that prevails today in past performances and see a big performance, and that's what you're going on. In the eighth race, the seven, Starship Nala, 10 to 1 on the morning line in this uh, seven-horse field, and it is the second longest shot on the board. You're going to try to beat the 7 to 5 favorite there in four graces with Julian Le Peru with number seven, Starship Nala, and Paco Lopez aboard the seven in the eighth race at Gulfstream. Tell them where they can get all the rest of this stuff today. 
They can go to the website at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. We have best plays. We have full cards. Today we offer Aqueduct and Gulfstream selections. All right. And then you're back in biz with uh, well, you're back in biz with Santa Anita tomorrow, right? Correct. All right. Go to work, my man. Stay Thank safe. You. Stay safe. All right. You got it. Uh, Jonathan Hardoon with us. From his uh, perch there in uh, upstate New York, where... Uh, Unfortunately, it looks like the weather's going to get real nasty up there in the northeast tomorrow with a storm coming through. But we'll wait and see. You never know. All right. We'll be back with uh, John Lendo. A little bit later on, Jerry Jackwa is going to give us a horse or two at Gulfstream Park. So don't go away on this almost Friday, Thursday race day show. We'll be back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on race day. Going to bring in uh, John Lendo to chew a little fat about uh, what's coming up this weekend uh, around the country. I, I know that uh, in Southern California as well. I know that uh, pretty light on uh, major stakes races. But, you know, by the end of the month, we're going to get that big Pegasus World Cup uh, card over there at Gulfstream. Uh, John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah, and uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, Santa Anita will have a, a cow bread day, like a cow cup kind of thing with mm-hmm. uh, some races for those horses. So, uh yeah, you know, you, you can't have a bunch of stakes every, every weekend at every racetrack. It just, you know, we don't have the population for that. And that'll be uh, actually on January 15th, which is uh, next weekend, not this coming weekend, but next weekend, San Anita will host the Cal Cup Derby, the Cal Cup Sprint, the Cal Cup Oaks, the Sunshine Millions, Philly and Mare Turf, and uh, the uh, uh, Turf uh, Classic as well, all at San Anita on January 15th, which is, uh, you know, next weekend, not this weekend. So we, we got that. And then, of course, uh, you know, towards uh, the end of the uh, month, uh, the Sunshine Millions, Philly Mare Turf, and the Sunshine Millions Turf will be held at uh, Gulfstream Park. I guess they flipped those four races Every year from Santa Anita to Gulfstream, right? They flip uh, two of them, goes one place, and then two goes another, and then they, they reverse No, it. what they've done, it used to be a, you know, a... a, a challenge, a remember? Florida, yeah, the Florida, Florida versus California challenge, yeah. right. So, uh, you know, Gulfstream has kept a couple of the races that they had there, even though the, they don't do that back and forth anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they'll feature some... They kept the names of the Sunshine Millions, and I, I don't know if it's just strictly Florida breads in those races. Uh-huh. But the, the, the Californians kept the California races for cow breads. So, yeah, it used to be where they would kind of go up against each other, Florida versus cow breads, uh, back and forth on a day in, in uh, early in the season, like like uh, January. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, but uh, they don't do that anymore. And, of course, by the end of the month, January 29th, will be the Pegasus World Cup Day. Uh, all those uh, big races at Gulfstream Park. It looks like uh, looks like we might have a throwdown in the uh, in the uh, the Pegasus World Cup, huh? 
Well, right now it looks like Nick's go and life is good are both <laughs> scheduled to go still. And, and boy, if they get together, that's going to be a, a throwdown is the right word for it because they have the same style to go out to the lead and go fast and try and tear the lungs out of everybody else. And if you get two of them doing the same thing, that could get ugly. It could get ugly enough to make a, a horse that uh, dawdles along and picks up the pieces picking up the pieces. <laughs> in, in, in theory it does, but, uh, you know, mile and eighth at uh, Gulfstream Park, yeah. speed's pretty good. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens and how, how that race comes up. That's for sure. Uh, John, you know, I know you're doing work. You're doing Linda reports uh, for Oaklawn Park, and i got to tell you, um, that is not a part of the country you want to be in the wintertime, and they've extended their meet now. They started in December. But for the most part, they haven't had to cancel. And uh, for the most part, yeah, they've had off tracks, et cetera, but they haven't had uh, frozen over tracks and, and stuff like that uh, extensively as they had in the past. Now, that doesn't mean they won't in the coming month of uh, January and February. But, uh, boy, i got to tell you, there's a lot of guys that uh, enjoy the weather, and et cetera, in Southern California that have moved to Oaklawn Park. And I guess it all depends on uh, big bucks. Well, yeah, there's a lot to it. Uh, like you say, uh, in, in Southern California, there are certain divisions on dirt races that, that just don't fill. And you can either keep paying the day rate and hope it fills in, in a month or yeah. two months and not race, or you can go someplace and, and you know, um, and let them race. So uh, right now, Oakland's doing a very good job of filling their races. Uh, the nine-race card on Saturday, they've got 100 horses entered, so that's wow. over 10 a race. Wow. You know, you know those races are going. Uh, and uh, the, if you do catch a wet track, the form holds. It's, it's not like uh, all of a sudden the regular dirt form just disappears. Uh, the, the form tends to, it's a, lo- a lot to me like Churchill Downs in that I don't worry about when it rains there because those horses can still handle, handle that main track. Uh-huh. And the fact that Oakland Park, obviously no turf course, is all dirt racing there. Opportunities for horses who perform well on the dirt there rather than in Southern California where they're going back from the turf to the dirt. So with 100 horses going at Oaklawn Park on, on Saturday, what about uh, Santa Anita on the dirt? Well, Santa Anita also has nine races on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Five, five of the nine races are on grass. So, again, the majority of the races right now in Southern California are still on turf. And to try and do that over six months is going to be very difficult because eventually – that turf course is going to wear down. Oh, man. But, you know, the, the field sizes on, on, the, on the dirt on Saturday at Santa Anita, just looking at the overnight, mm-hmm. uh, the second race has five. Oh. Uh, the, the fourth race has six. Uh, race number six has five. Mm-hmm. And then the, the feature race, the uh, Santa Inez, has six. Mm-hmm. So the biggest field size on dirt on Saturday is six. And that's the grade two Santa Inez. Ah, man. Uh, you know. And we're, we're dealing with perfect weather right now, too. I know. It's, it's, it's clear, it's beautiful, and it's going to be this way for, it looks like, at least the next 10 days. Yeah, so, so the for foreseeable future, you got the great weather there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, it's, it's, it's a problem. It's, it's definitely a concern, and it's got to be concern, a concern for everybody because, like you say, I, we just can't, in, in Southern California, run this many grass races this often and expect to continue throughout for a six-month period of time. No kidding. As a matter of fact, uh, there are some days where up in Golden Gate they have uh, uh, fuller fields. Well, again, that's a tapita surface, and uh, you know this time of year they don't race on the grass course up there, mm-hmm. but uh, that, that surface seems to handle both the, the main track horses and the turf horses can drop over to that, so there are some options there. And, uh, you know, right now the other, only other option on the West Coast is you can go down to Turf Paradise and race down there if you want, yeah. but the purses aren't nearly what we're dealing with in California. No, no not at all. And with the, uh, with the cost of living in, the, in, the, uh, in that uh, golden state there, uh, you better be making some money. Yeah. It's, it, you know, they, the horses eat every day, and it's expensive, and, you know, the minimum wage just went up. So the costs of keeping a horse in training are, are not going down. No, they're not. By the way, you uh, you're an owner, and uh, you know we're we're all talking about the inflation. We're all talking about uh, the the supply of uh, goods, etc. How's that affecting horse racing? Are, are everybody still getting their hay and oats and all that stuff there? It is, uh, but again, uh, the cost of everything. Uh, like you say, you go to the grocery store, you see what the prices are. Yeah. The cost of everything is going up, and uh, the cost of of good help and getting good help. It's very hard right now. Mm. There's a shortage of good grooms, and, and you know, even just getting hot walkers to start, 
there are other jobs people can do at a, at a minimum wage that aren't as hard physically on these people. So right. uh, it, it's difficult. But, uh, you know, I think all businesses are suffering from the same problem there, uh, and, it, yeah. and, it, and it does affect horse racing, too. Uh, but the handle uh, went up in 2021, that's for sure. People are looking to make bets and, and play the races. And I think that, i got to tell you, I think that the, uh, the, the jackpots in the pick sixes and the lower entry fee, the lower uh, denomination to get involved in those uh, bets, and certainly the pick fours and the pick fives, I think are the, uh, the growth area of uh, the handle in uh, betting. You know, what I'd like to see, Ralph, is a breakdown of, of where that money's coming from. Is it the, the batch bettors who are getting rebates that are mm-hmm. pushing this handle number above where it was before? You know, is, it the, is it at the bricks-and-mortar tracks? Is it the ADW companies? Where is this increase coming from, and, and you know, what customers are pushing that? Uh, and, uh, you know, if it is so much of the batch betting, that becomes even more of a problem for, for the industry in that, well, how do we keep the odds from, from you know, flip-flopping and, and changing so much right when the gates open uh-huh. and that, that look it gets on trying to develop new customers? Yeah, not even a doubt about that. And, and, the, and, and it goes. I mean, uh, it's, it's pure business. Uh, bigger uh, consumers get better deals. But at the same time, a guy making, uh, you know, a $10 bet versus a guy who's making a $1,000 bet is going to get uh, – one's getting a rebate and one isn't. Yeah, and and like you say, we're we're, we're trying to develop new customers, long term customers. Well, they you know if they see this if if they know the odds are, are on the football game, the spread is four and it's going to stay four kickoff. That's yeah. one thing you can lock in your bet. Yeah, you bet a four to one shot and you end up getting two to one. Uh, you know, right when the gates are open, you're saying, well, what the heck happened here? I mean. I thought I had this price. I got this price. That's not what I wanted. Yeah. And so that that's going to create some concern. And you know, it already has for a lot of us who play regularly. Right. You know, I I don't make as many win bets as I used to just because I don't know what price I'm going to get. Right. And you and you uh, attach a handicapper attaches a value to the play. And if the, you say it, the value at five to two is worth the play, then you make the play. And then if the horse goes down to eight to five or something, you wouldn't have bet it. That that changes your handicapping too. That's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. It, again, we're we're trying to to wager and and turn a profit based on value. Uh-huh. And if you don't know what you're what you're playing, the odds you're playing, it's hard to perceive value. Yeah, it's like picking up something at the grocery store, and the price is one thing uh, when you pick it up on the shelf, and by the time you get to the uh, the counter to pay for it, it's a different price. <laughs> you sit there and say, "Wait, I'm not buying this at that price." Same deal. All right, we'll yep. be right back. Uh, I'm going to bring in Jerry Jack. Let's see if we can grab a winner or two out of him for Gulfstream. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas, we're going to bring in uh, Jerry Jackowitz right now. Jerry, good morning. Good 
Good morning, Ralph. All you right. guys are talking about one of my favorite subjects. Yeah, and so how do you see that, uh, you know, proper betting well, stuff? I, I, first of all, I, I, I think it's, you know, it would be much better for the game if it didn't exist. It, if but, what uh, didn't exist? The, the batch bo- betting. Batch betting, know, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that um, um, people can read the, read the, um, exo- the, 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 the wind pools and the exotic pools and stuff and then have a computer – uh, generate a bet and send it in. Uh, the, it's not not great, in my opinion, for the game. It's sort of like para, mean, it's sort of like parimutuel analytics, right? Well, yeah. I mean, what they're what they're trying to do is find uh, they're trying to find sweet edges, spots. sweet spots, right, and take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. But um, they, you know, they don't all have the same algorithms, and usually there's more than one competing at any track, so. Uh-huh. More than one batch bet kind of comes in, mm-hmm. and uh, they sort of tip things out of balance. But very often they're going to be on the same win horse, so you'll see them go four to one to two to one because there's just too much money coming in on them. The right way to deal with that uh-huh. is not to go and make a win bet, but to make uh, a faux win bet, a win bet using the exact pool. And as I give you our plays, like the one with the three, five, seven, right, right. And you'll say to me, "Well, what about as the win bet?" I'll say, "Well, I'll start off with an all, mm-hmm. and then I'll press these numbers up with different weights." I so, see. I mean, I'm giving you the basic bet, but you have to use a little, uh, a little bit of, you know, common sense yourself because the the you they're never going to be able to normalize the win pool and the exact pool and the trifecta pools. In fact, very often they're going to throw them out of balance, and that's why you see a lot of our exactors pay really, really well compared to what the win price was. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the right way to play it, I mean, if I'm making a win bet, Mm -hmm. let's say it's a a six-horse field, I start off with a $2, let's say I'm betting the one horse, the one over everybody, that cost me 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. If the horse wins, I win. It's the same thing as a win bet. There's no difference, except the price. And if I like like the three horse and the four horse a little more. So I put an extra ticket on the three and maybe two extra tickets on the four. With the, with the one, still, favorite, still with the one on top is the key. The one hasn't yeah. left his position on top. Okay. And then if you want to reverse it to, you know, to take advantage of coming in second with a big price, which mm-hmm. is often a good play with your best numbers. You, yeah. can't, you can't wheel it on top and on bottom. Right. But just but take you, put, you take the juicy the juicy uh, odds and put them on top just in case, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And so you can you you can build a betting system that's very efficient and and gives you uh, the ability to make the kind of multiples you need to make when you cash mm-hmm. without having to. Uh, fight these guys all day long. Let me ask course, you th- sometimes they're going to get you but you know. Yeah. Let me ask you this in 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 view of that particular uh system that you have or particular formula that you have is that something that you could put on a sheet and and leave in the book along with the power pages to to kind of guide people on making those type of plays? Yeah, I mean, I, I could I could write something up and, and put that out there and say, sure, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But because the people listening now would say, boy, if I just had that as a guideline when I'm sitting in the book playing and I see right. this and try to apply that particular um, uh, formula to uh, negate uh, some of the uh, prices that we get that are not what we had uh, bargained for, uh, that would help. Right, and... Um I'm pretty sure, I mean, I have to check, but I can't check right now. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I have uh, that up on my website. I know okay. I used to have it up on my website. But, okay. um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely put something in station casinos for people to look at. And there you go. Hopefully they'll, they'll put it out there just as a betting suggestion. And don't forget to, it, to email me that as well, so we'll have it on file with us. Oh, for sure, sure. of course. Okay. But you won't have it tomorrow. No, no, you, that's you, all right. I'm just saying that, that that's something that I think uh, you ought to explore. And uh, given the time uh, that you need to do it right and then get it done, it would be. I think it would be helpful to people, especially mm-hmm. now that we're cognizant of this batch betting and these prices going down after the race starts, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it might help uh, for the people who uh, have a bad taste in their mouth for their stuff as well. Right. Back in the um, back in the eighties, uh, uh-huh. we'd calculated that if you just did a normal spread on daily doubles, it's uh-huh. the same thing in exact or daily double. If your horse wins, you, then you wait to the next race and you see who wins to see what your price is. Uh-huh. If you, 
that you had about a 25% advantage over the straight win bet, not even being very creative or having much of an opinion about the second race. You just sort of did it to normalize the odds. But when I say normalize the odds, that means you take each amount so that you uh, emulate the same payoff. Oh, okay. So, All right. Okay. So, right. When, it, when you're a handicapper, you always have an opinion. I like this one better than that. So you always want to win a little more with your best opinions. That's normalizing it and then giving it a plus, as we would call it. That. All right. But, but you could do it with a dub, daily double. You mm-hmm. could do it with a, with a win bet. Or you could even do it with a pick three by going one by all by all. That's the same thing as a win bet. All right. Okay. So, well, now um, uh, let's apply to uh, a couple of picks here today and make us some money. Sure. Okay. Let's go to the uh, sixth race for our first play today, and This Ralph. is at Gulfstream Park because the, power, the Park. power pages are at uh, station casinos right now for Gulfstream. Sixth race. Right. And, and, you know, we had a really nice play in Moni at 9-1 to one yet, I but know. he couldn't get off the rail. And he I know. He, he, got, he had an opportunity to jump off the rail and didn't do it. Okay, go. Okay, let's go to the sixth race for mm-hmm. our first play. We'll take number five, designed by Kitten mm-hmm. for Gerald Brooks. He's good, pretty good with second time after the claim, and right. the horse ran pretty well early. And this is a turn back. I like this horse, five and a half rolls on the on the AWT. Okay. Let's go with the five over the one, two, six. Do reverses, but the five in race number six. That'll be our first pop-out key. All right, sixth race at Gulfstream. The five designed by Kitten. The five is the key. The link-ups one, two, and six and reverse. Two dollar ROI. Two to win on the five and the sixth. One more. Okay, this is a lot to do about Paco getting up on Starship Nalo, the seven. Ding, ding, just, ding, ding. Jonathan Ardoon sees it the same way you do. He yeah, Jonathan us. and I are yeah. often on the same way. Okay. Seven over the one, two, five. All right, one, two, five. And go ahead and give me your reason real quick. Well, a lot of it has to do with that. He was in a very tough heat up at Tampa Bay. Races before are very competitive. He's posted. She's posting speed figures as good as these horses run, so I don't see any reason why not to take her at four, three or four to one. Okay. She's ten to one. Ten to one, yeah, I know that. All right, eighth race, the seven. Key horse here at the Gulfstream today by our handicappers. Eighth race, the seven. And the link-ups for Jerry are one, two, and five and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the seven and the eighth. Power pages for all at Gulfstream Park is available right now today at the station casinos where a system formula for wagering and all that stuff is coming soon there, <laughs> courtesy of Jerry J and the Power Pages. Right. Well, I hope we, uh, we, I hope we uh, created some, um, some thinking along the way today on the show as well as uh, trying to get a few winners from you guys. We'll be back tomorrow at our usual weekday start time at 7 a.m. on the Thank Goodness It Is Friday Friday show. In the meantime... Enjoy yourself. Be careful out there. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.